0: So, uh, this podcast, is it any good? Eh, yeah, they follow some shite clubs, but it's a pretty good podcast.
1: LaValle, Rose up the middle, looking, cutting, shooting, goal! The Unnamed Soccer Podcast. Absolutely brilliant for Liverpool, and for Barcelona, chaotic, catastrophic. A sensational start, a controversial start on its advantage to the Reds, the Unnamed Soccer Podcast.
0: D. Smith, welcome in. It's the latest edition of the Unnamed Soccer Podcast, the Unnamed Soccer Podcast, brought to you by Three Punk Gales in Chula Vista. It's also brought to you by Sport Clips, where it's good to be a guy. It is a uh, Wednesday morning, very early for Darren and myself. We have a lot to talk about. Um, Our San Diego loyal coverage is about to crank up. Once again, we were not fully hibernating, but we got some breathing room over the holidays after what was a long 2021 season. We have much to discuss with loyal Darren Smith, the co-host of the unnamed soccer podcast is here. Welcome into your own podcast, sir.
1: Hello, Jordan Carruth, co-host of the unnamed soccer podcast. Good to see you bright and early. We're recording on a Wednesday. It's the 19th day of January. Oh, by the way, you mentioned we're going to start getting hot and heavy, deep in SD loyal. It's also the very first day, Jordan, that you can purchase world cup tickets. If you want to travel to Qatar coming up at the end of November, I don't know how you plan on spending your Thanksgiving, but today, the site went live at fifa.com that you can put your name into the hopper there. And if you want to make a trip to the middle East in November, something I don't know that I'll ever have the opportunity to do again, Today's the day where you can go ahead. You can do that. So that site's live at fifa.com for you to spend the rest of your afternoon trying to track down some tickets.
0: Yeah, it would be pretty funny to record my wife as I told her that. (laughs) Hey, I have an idea. How about we do this for Thanksgiving? Uh, (laughs) So today's the first day. I'm sure the website's getting absolutely crashed.
1: Yeah, I would think so. You don't trust FIFA to put together a competent website that can handle the no. type of global traffic you would expect for a World Cup?
0: No, not at all. Not at all. Right. all. Good luck if that's uh, if that's how you're going about it. I don't know how that process works. Maybe it's easy, but I can't imagine it is. Uh, good and luck to get, those who are attempting.
1: And try to like plan stuff. Weeks and months out, you know, in this climate and in, in this world right now, given where we are with COVID, I, I don't know. It's a tough thing to try to do. It's a tough thing for everybody. Yeah, I had tickets to go to a comedy show and when we booked the tickets. You know, nobody ever heard of Omicron. You know, so like, who knows what we'll be talking about then? But I, I mean, i am given it some thought. It's just like one of those inner conflict things, like. I don't know. Do I really want to support this? You know, like the U S hasn't been in a world cup in a cycle. Do I really want to support this? Do I want to go ahead and try to do it? Or would I, would I rather wait and have my world cup experience for the first time come up in 2026, probably more of the latter.
0: Yeah. I think a lot of people are gearing up for that opportunity and maybe have to miss out on 2022 because of it. Yeah. Um, all right. So that's pretty cool. World cup news. There's a lot. We'll discuss uh, San Diego loyal announced there's been a lot of announcements since we did our last podcast. I feel like there was a pretty important schedule release that happened a couple seconds after we dropped our podcast. So <laughs> we'll go ahead and uh, recap that a little bit. Uh, San Diego Loyal also announced a new kit sponsor, which you're going to get two different types of reactions from. You're going to be you're going to have listeners who think, "All right, who cares?" And then you're going to have a good amount of people who think, "Wow, new kit spot like away from Adidas." And Charlie, like, I, I think there's a lot of people asking the question, what is Charlie? You and I are very familiar with Charlie um, football. So we'll, we'll talk about that. That was announced since we last did a podcast. And I also want to break down what stands out in a couple of uh, first-time teams that we'll see here in 2022. So uh, a lot of loyal on this podcast. We'll also talk about some news surrounding Paul Ariola and potentially returning to Liga MX could be on his way to Club America. And uh, a little bit later on, we're going to shout out two balls and a mic because we
1: love them. We do. We do love those guys. They're fantastic. We're happy for them. We're happy for their success. You talked a little bit about the switch in kit sponsor. This was an announcement that was made on Tuesday, 18th of January. Don't know how many people saw it coming. It's funny. you know. I've been wearing a lot of Adidas gear over the last couple of years. Some of this during the pandemic for working from home. I find their Adidas pants to be quite comfortable. I'm wearing a pair right now, as a matter of fact. Mm. And a listener texted into the radio show and was like, Hey, with SD loyal switching from Adidas to Charlie, what are you going to do with all of your Adidas gear? <laughs> I was like, uh, I'm going to wear it. <laughs> I'm still going to rock that. Cause it's super comfortable. And I love wearing the T-R-O, Tiro Tyro T I R O pants. I don't know how many pairs you have. I know you've worn some on set for me. Were you getting,
0: live. were you getting Adidas sent to you? Were you getting free gear? Cause I, was I wasn't getting, getting
1: free anything. I was yeah. buying all the shit on my own, especially right. working from the house. Well, you ain't dumping two. that then. Uh, No, absolutely, man. Plus they're hella comfortable as I'm sure you can attest. Those (laughs) pants are killer. So uh, yeah, I'm still going to be rocking a lot of it. I think it's great. You know, I think it's great. I posted this story on Twitter at D Smith show that you can read a little bit about the history. I wrote about actually two stories, one from our friend, Eric Gomez, Mm. who will be on this podcast, who wrote a story about the company, Charlie C-H-R-A-R-L-Y pronounced just like it is. Charlie, which is a Mexican based kit sponsor, uh, athletic apparel company, which got into the kit game, uh, six, seven years ago. I think they sponsor seven, six, seven, eight Liga MX clubs. This now the first club North of the border into the United States. So groundbreaking territory for loyal and for Charlie, uh, a guy named John Arnold also wrote a terrific story about them, their culture, their heritage. So if you want a little bit of background reading, there you go. Um, I think Jordan comes down for me to two words, Tory green. That's really, you know, a lot of this is, you know, that first season Adidas is like, well, it's going to take us a little while. And, you know, we got to mix the paint and all that sort of stuff. You're like, all right, cool expansion club. And then the pandemic. So what we all can be patient. Then season two rolls in, you sort of are like, what's up with the Tory green. And, you know, it certainly sounds like Charlie now is going to be much, uh, quicker in, in getting that up and running here for loyal. So yeah, I mean, they're a fantastic company. You can look at some of the, the shirts that they have on their website. If you've ever been to club Tijuana, you know how great they are. Their Dia de los Those shirts are fantastic. But you know, I think a lot of this comes down to, you know, can you do tour green? You can Cool. Like this makes a lot of sense for all of us.
0: Yeah, I think it's gonna be very exciting when San Diego Loyal finally wear Tory Green on the field for the first time ever, coming up, I think, in the third season. Um Charlie Football, I said you and I were familiar with the company. Um we were because they, they sponsored Club Tijuana way back when. Um, they're, they're new to the soccer game. They're new to the kit game, but they're not a new company. They started as a shoe company, like back in the 40s. Uh, relatively new to the soccer game, where they're supplying kits and more. Now they sign with San Diego Loyal, which is the first team they've signed with in the U.S., which I think is very interesting. Charlie has talked about. It's interesting you promoted those two stories. I happen to read those. I didn't see that you tweeted them out, but I'm glad those are the ones because I've read them as well. Uh, it's clearly a goal for Charlie to get more into the U.S. And what a great opportunity here, just on the other side of the border. Uh, Uh, getting it going with San Diego loyal. Uh, They kept aligning themselves with winning teams early on in Mexico. So that, that seemed to be a very good thing for them. Um, That league used to be run by Nike. Then it turned into a Charlie league and San Diego loyal uh, are going to go ahead and carry over with that. So uh, according to the press release from the club, SD loyal fans can expect highly detailed customized kits inspired by the diversity of their city and culture. Full details, including the reveal and an on-sale date for the club's 2022 home and away kits uh, are going to be announced in the coming weeks. An alternate kit will also be released later this summer. So that's from the club. That's in the press release. Uh, Charlie is the new kit sponsor. We can expect a highly detailed customized kit inspired by the diversity of our city and culture here in San Diego. When will that be? In the next coming weeks. Um but you're right. This comes down to Tory green. Can San Diego loyal wear Tory green, their official color? Yes, they can. Let's get it going. Let the party begin.
1: Yeah. And uh, I, I don't know that this was or wasn't the moment where this partnership was formed, but Charlie and, and I remember you, know, you and I probably had a similar reaction when club Tijuana started wearing Charlie kits. We sort of said, well, is everybody a team captain? What is that C that they have on their shirt? Because, you know, this Charlie symbol is the letter C. It goes over the right side of the kit, generally speaking. Crest goes over the heart, right? Charlie sign goes over the, like, are these, how many captains? Oh, okay. So tell me more about this brand. And, you know, you can go to the website, charlie.com, and, you know, you can see for yourself. It actually reminds me that I got to update my my club Tijuana uh, gear game. Cause mm-hmm. man, they've got some good stuff going on there. their Lucha Libre stuff and the Dia de los Muertos stuff. Their collection is fantastic that you can see on the site. Uh, I also believe, I think I had this right. And you might've uh, checked me on this cause, cause you read the same stories that I did. Didn't Charlie sponsor the Liga MX all-stars when they faced off against the MLS all-stars yes. at Bank of California stadium in Los Angeles. So, they had like a big to do up there. And, and I remember talking to people from Loyal again, I'm totally speculating here, no insider info talking to people from Loyal at the time who were like, yeah, we're like hanging out at the Charlie party. And I was like, damn, that sounds like a fun place to be. So, you know, they've, they've made their presence felt here. Uh, everybody's aware that, you know, they sponsor some of the more popular kids coming out of Mexico. So tremendous, tremendous, tremendous to expect Tory green to see what it looks like kit reveal. I'm sure scheduled for some time. As soon as we wrap this podcast, I'll yeah. probably enough to reveal because that's the way the podcast gone for the last couple of weeks, but uh, I love it. I do. And you know, I still love wearing Adidas pants and Adidas shoes, and I'm probably still going to keep doing that, but I think this is a tremendous move for the club. And I think it's also great that you put yourself on the map internationally speaking. This is a company that's been written about by ESPN.com. So it's tremendous news to have that connection with the club that's been so meaningful for Mexico now, internationally speaking, it makes a ton of sense.
0: Yeah. I'm excited for those pop-up stores <clears throat> to start happening around San Diego.
1: Uh, no, schedule- Gomez told me that there was one already in San Diego in Chula Vista. I've been searching for it. Now, again, that's Eric Gomez ESPN who said, yeah, they, they do have a pop-up shop someplace in one of the Chula Vista malls. So as soon as we find that out, I'm sure I'll go running over there and take a bunch of pictures.
0: There you go. Uh, the schedule was also announced since we last did a podcast. Let's dive into that. We found out, well, we knew the preseason matches. We were able to discuss Club Tijuana, San Diego State, <clears throat> uh, Vancouver being on that schedule as well. But now we actually know who's on the schedule all the way through for the entire year. We know our full home schedule. We know the away schedule. We know who we're going to play and when we're going to play them. Um, so that's a, that's a lot. And I guess for me, let's just start here. You get the two home preseason matches. Those are the two you're available for, uh, to go to fans will be allowed to go to Vancouver and club Tijuana, February 12th and the 19th. The home opener is Saturday, March 12th against Los dos. Uh, we haven't discussed this. Let's start there. Los dos. It's, it's a team we're very familiar with. Uh, it's a team that you can go in in your home opener. And I'm expecting a lot of people around the club to say, we need to win this and we need to start off with a foot with a. <clears throat> we need to get off on the right foot here. This is an opportunity to do so, uh, a team that they would expect to be in low Dos. So that's the opener. That's what we get March 12th.
1: Yeah, I finished ahead of them last season. Uh, certainly, the design, especially given some of these signings that we've seen here, I think would be to finish ahead of them again. I think I had said Orange County last week. Did you make a prediction or a wish list for who you wanted to see in that home opener on March 12th? First and foremost, I'm just glad that there is a home opener on March 12th, that the very first match of the season is in thousands of miles away, someplace else, followed by three more of those kind of matches. That's a huge change from where we were last season. Uh, I had said Orange County, Cuba Torres coming in, you know, just the defending champs good with this, good with this. But like you said, I think it, you know, it also adds a little expectation that you're going to get out and pick up three points and start rebuilding that reputation of having the home fortress that we talked about last season.
0: Uh, Yeah, they're going to start at home. That was also notable. They won't go on the road until March 23rd. So your first two games of the season will be at Torero, home against Los Dos and home against Sacramento Republic, Um, a team that Darren and I saw in Sacramento last year. So that will be your first two home games, Galaxy and Sacramento. For me, what really stands out, um, you get San Antonio on your schedule, the team that bounced you in the first round of the postseason. They come to Torero Stadium on August 6th. Um, And then also loose city, which is a team San Diego traveled to very early on last year. I believe it was the fourth game, right? That was the the final game of that run. Yeah. yeah. So they're actually going to come to San Diego. What are we calling that leg two? Is this a home and away what's going on there? Loose city coming to San Diego, uh, not in our conference, but we'll see them in back to back years. There's a lot of talent on the schedule. Uh, The first timers will see Charleston battery, Hartford athletic, Indy 11, Colorado Springs, technically a first timer. I think we saw them in the preseason a couple of years ago, but this will be the first time we get them in the regular season. So, uh, I mean, Indy 11 loose city, San Antonio, these are really, really good teams. Um, and those are teams that we normally wouldn't see um, out here in San Diego. So that, that was notable to me, the schedule, you get a start at home, which is nice, but there is, there are some heavy hitters on here.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm looking at the schedule now and you know, you see the Phoenixes and you know, you you see to your point, Louisville, you know, you see some of your favorites here, regionally speaking, Watching what Oakland Roots continues to do to me is is something always worth paying attention to. So uh, in the eleven, you know, you just you, there's a lot of it. There's a you know a little bit of everything here. I have Some good opportunities for away trips too. You know, not just bus trips. Obviously, going to Orange County, going to LA Galaxy, but good opportunities too to to you know go ahead, plan locals, chavos, figure out a way to go ahead and plan a, a good weekender in some other place. That isn't just, you know, and nothing against Vegas, Vegas is fine. But, you know, you want to get out there. You want to go see some other stuff, go to places where, you know, they have a good established USL soccer culture, go fit in there, make a little bit of noise. Think what New Mexico United did last season, right? Like to me, that was one of the more impressive visitors sections that we've seen the away section when New Mexico United came in at the end of the season. That's a huge opportunity for loyal supporters to go do that in some places that have really, really good soccer culture in their cities. One
0: thing that is new for us, I'm so used to playing Phoenix so many times. I I look at the schedule. I'm like, what? We only play them twice? It's like, oh yeah, we're a little bit more into a regular schedule here. We're getting back to what was a regular format for this league. You get them at home, you get them on the road. You don't have to play them like four times in March like it felt like we did last year. So it it is actually pretty interesting the first time San Diego will go to Phoenix because that's an early, early season game in March. It's their fourth overall match and it's just... Two days, three days following a different road trip, a midweek game at Tulsa, Mm. and then they have to play at Phoenix that weekend. That is not easy. Um, And so maybe the second opportunity against Phoenix becomes easier when you're at home in September. But our matches against Rising, which we often talk about on this podcast, are bookended this year. You get one early, you get one late, and that's that that's the only time you'll see him. So home schedule looks good. Road schedule. Let's see, let's see some other fun road trips. Monterey, that first opportunity we've talked about. Um, we've been to Sacramento. Hey, I don't I, know I, if I need to do that trip again, but Oakland, I'm down. Probably
1: for it. not. Hey, I'm, uh, I'm not going to Tampa, but you know, going the idea of going to where the champs play, you know, at Tampa Rowdies, pretty decent opportunity there. You know, maybe you have some family in Florida whatever the case is. Yeah. You know, it's always the way I sort of look at it. You know, that's, Oh, one at thing. New
0: York Red Bulls, there's an opportunity uh, to, for you to go back home.
1: Absolutely, call it a tax write-off and go visit my mother at the same time. Sounds like a wonderful idea. So, yeah, I mean, I'm with you. There's just a ton we could spend the entirety of this podcast right. just talking yeah. about, you know, and we, this and Colorado Springs and you know, going to Birmingham and all that sort of stuff, and and going seeing St. Andrew Stadium, which has a little bit of status in the soccer world, but. It's, it's a lot, you know, it's just it a is. lot. It's, it's it's just, it's also much different looking than what we had prepared for in our two seasons plus going on yeah. oil too.
0: Yeah. Very, very different. And we bring up all the heavy hitters on the schedule. We didn't even bring up orange County, the reigning champs. So you're yeah. to see them twice, of course, because they're right up the road. It's yeah. not we'll an, also- it really is not an easy schedule. This to me seems more difficult. And maybe it's just because we don't play Las Vegas lights a million times, you know, maybe it's and yeah. now Tacoma took it to us. So I don't want to throw Tacoma into that group, but like, there are teams that you got used to seeing, you're like, okay, that could be a W and you just don't see them as often. Now you get Phoenix twice, but you're also dealing with teams that bounced you in the playoffs Indy 11 Sacramento or, uh, excuse me, San Antonio. Mm. Um, so it, that, those and were just a few of my takeaways from what was a pretty big day for SD loyal.
1: Yeah. And I think good measuring sticks too, right? Like you want to see how you are going to do, you know, there was a little bit of intrigue here playing San Antonio in the postseason, getting that rematch on this year's schedule, because well, what did anybody know about that division? You know, now all of a sudden you have a little bit of a measuring stick. You and I, I remember doing that on Matchday Live. We're like, well, what, what does it mean if you finish second in this division compared to third in this division? You know, what what is the exchange rate on something like that? Loyal, you know, found out the way the season ended disappointingly. But, you know, now you'll have a little bit more of an idea, you know, for, for what it might look like should you qualify for the postseason because you get those measuring stick opportunities during the season.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, also we referenced this a little bit earlier, but uh, let's actually congratulate and shout out two balls and a mic, um, a fellow soccer podcast here in San Diego. They announced some very cool news with San Diego loyal, uh, recently, and they are going, not only they breaking down a lot of the stuff we talk about. And we're thrilled with the people who are hosting that podcast because they are fantastic. But they will uh, be officially doing an all-Spanish-speaking show for San Diego Loyal for the 2022 season. So we highly recommend that you go subscribe to that show. They already have episode one out. Um, and they're ready to roll. There you go. Love those Shout guys.
1: Tony. You and I have both been guests uh, on Two Balls and a Mic, I'm pretty sure. I know you have.
0: I have. Right? Shout out, Tony. So, Shout out, you yep.
1: Absolutely. Uh, love these dudes. Love what I thought we were talking
0: loyal and they ended up talking, uh, the old mighty ten ninety days for a long time.
1: Same. All of a sudden they started pulling up video from things that happened 15 years ago. Uh, incredibly well-prepared, passionate, Mm -hmm. uh, love everything about them. Dedicated.
0: I thought we were gonna talk about Jack Blake. I'm over here crying on your podcast. Thanks a lot.
1: (laughs) They pulled up a video and I went on that podcast. They pulled up a video of something I did for your college. A million years ago. People, I don't wow. even know how they found it. You know, they pulled up some video interview that I did for Palomar. I was like, "Where did you even find this?" So, yes, they're incredibly well prepared. They're passionate. Was that with see- me? <clears throat> was the I don't audio? Think so. Okay. I think it was with the sports doc, but I'm not sure. Ah, I probably coordinated. John that you did yeah. coordinate it. I did it from the press box at Pecco Park. Oh, I totally yeah. remember that. Yeah, I was like, dude, how did you find this? So anyhow, incredibly well prepared, passionate people. Love that uh, there is now even more loyal content going to be out there. Two balls ileal is the podcast. Good for them. Uh, they're they're just great, and you see them everywhere. I mean, they're they're at every single match. They're uh, at every away trip within reason. So from every practice, every event, they have been there. So uh, well earned, well deserved. Thrilled for them. Shout out, two balls and a mic. Two balls, ileal.
0: Very nice, very well done. Congratulations. Um, let's also talk about because I know we're running out of time here. There is some news going around with Paul Arriola. He is in the news, and there is a chance that he is moving away from DC. Uh, we'll see what happens, but he is being linked with Club America, which is, I mean, we've we've seen him play in Liga MX before. And we've seen him do well with club Tijuana well enough to earn some big boy bucks to major league soccer. But now, uh, now there are reports and rumors that he might be headed to the Azteca coming up.
1: Yeah. There seems to be a bit of a hesitation here. I think Hercules Gomez is the first person that put this on my radar. I don't know if you saw this someplace else, Hercules Gomez, who, who knows Paul Oriola, who, when Herc was in Southern California, I don't know that he was yet with club Tijuana. He might've been with the soccers or, or in some other capacity i think he had private lessons or something along those lines like trained privately with paul ariola so he's known him for a really really long time so this is a uh, tremendously reliable resource for modern day's paul ariola that club d one uh, club America is interested in him. The very latest, as far as I can tell, nothing done yet, uh, is that DC United will receive multiple potential MLS record setting trade offers $2 million from uh, some other clubs for Paul Ariella. Nothing agreed club America continued their chase as well. Having made multiple bids, nothing agreed there either. So It sounds like Paul Arriola is on the move out of DC, Mm -hmm. whether that's landing in Mexico city or whether that's landing in Charlotte or Dallas, I don't know. (laughs) And in the meanwhile, he's also with the U S men's national team preparing to take on Phoenix rising in a friendly here in a couple of days. So, and what all this means for his status with the men's national team in a world cup cycle, I think obviously has to be factored in not just for us, but from him clearly, So, yeah, it's all over the place. Is it Club America? Is it Charlotte FC? Expansion Club MLS? Is it FC Dallas? The one thing that seems clear is he's not going to be in Washington, D.C. much longer.
0: Yeah, that is also my big takeaway as well. I don't know exactly where he's going to end up. But based on all these stories, what that does tell you is that he is leaving. Uh, You're not not spending the time having this amount of conversation. These detailed conversations, unless there's something that is a total hang-up, and they have a major issue because something can't get done. But uh, this is a typical, there's plenty of smoke. That means there's fire type of situation. Yeah. So it's not going to be DC. You've seen them linked with the galaxy, the two MLS teams, you just brought up club club America. Now, selfishly, let's see. If he ends up in LA.
1: So <laughs> this is the question I was having last night. Was like, what is in my best interest? Yeah. yeah I mean, <laughs> come on.
0: this is the unnamed soccer podcast. We know how we roll. So what's best for us. <laughs> um, <laughs> LAFC, LA Galaxy, I don't care what combination really. Um, I would take that. Club America, I would be really excited. I I think that's a really I think that's good. I think that helps Paul. I don't think that would hurt him with his World Cup chances. You're playing at the Azteca. Like, I mean, that's a huge deal. Um, I would I I don't know. Is it weird that I want him? I think Club America is where I want him (laughs) to end up out of all those teams.
1: Well, I mean, I, I think if we're objectively speaking, here, it's because Club America's probably the biggest the, club there, the most list. relevant club in North America. I, I mean, right? I, I mean, I think that that's right. I, I, you know, I think you'd have to say that based on history. You know, just based on on where Liga MX is, it's not an MLS Liga MX conversation. It's just the Club America.
0: Yeah, it's not LA the biggest Galaxy. Club in
1: North America, right? So you know, he, now is he blocked positionally? There, that was suggested to me from somebody who knows club of America's roster more than I do uh, maybe. So maybe the opportunities aren't as, as great, but you know, all things being equal, I was pretty excited when I first saw that from Hercules Gomez, that they have three offers, maybe four offers by now for Paul Ariola. but uh, you know, and then thinking, Hey, it's a short flight for his mom who we've gotten to know yep. from Tijuana into Mexico city. I think club T uh, club América's on the schedule for Cholo. So, you know, I, I thought there was a lot to like there playing for a club with that kind of history instead of an expansion MLS club, but, but, you know, it's his life obviously. And, and, you know, I, if there's, if it makes more sense for him to play, you know, get more playing opportunities, more scoring opportunities as somebody in his position in particular in a world cup cycle. you know I think you gotta, you, you gotta consider that as well. I don't know that to be the case with Charlotte you know, Dallas has been producing tremendous talent, yeah. Dallas obviously is going to be searching for somebody with Ricardo Pepe going to Germany. So, you know, that might make a little bit of sense, but yeah, I, I will admit I was pretty excited when I saw Club America, but that's me. That's not, that's not the player.
0: Right. Yeah. Who knows? Like we get excited about that, but who knows what Paul's reaction to, I mean, this is, it's been a wild year for Paul. He was playing at Swans not too long ago, you know, he, yeah. was, he was in a position where he was battling for promotion into the premier league. And now it seems as he's on his way out of DC. So where do you end up after that? Um, we'll find out like, is it club America? Is it Los Angeles? Does he start new with Charlotte or does he end up with Dallas and have to deal with those Texas summers?
1: And then (laughs) chances are by the time you listen to this podcast, a decision will have been made, but as somebody who's, who's been a guest on this podcast as much as anybody, you know, it's either him, Nate Abarea or Eric Gomez. I don't know who's in the lead currently, but it's one of those three guys. Yeah, absolutely. Like I, I was excited, but then also, considerate of what's in his best interest. If if there's some reason why there's been three or four attempts from club America and there's no deal closed. Well, you know, maybe there's something there to consider from, from our standpoint, aside from our own selfishness of wanting to go to Mexico city to watch Paul play.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Clearly there's something, there's some <laughs> sort of hang up there. I just don't know what it is. Um, yeah. All right. Well, best of luck to Paul. It's a major, he's, it's been a wild year for him. He's been all yeah. over. And it's not going to be any less wild here in 2022. It's the world cup here.
1: So <sighs> you got to position yourself. I mean, all the the, the January transfer window in Europe <clears throat> is all about people getting opportunities here so that they can you know, sharpen themselves. I mean, Philip Coutinho is a perfect example, leaving Barcelona. So he gets the opportunity to go and play at West Ham. A lot of that is like, Hey, you want to go and you want to play for Brazil. How good are you going to be if you're sitting on Barca's bench? you know, not being productive. So, you know, that made a lot of sense for him, for players. And, you know, I'm sure players from Chelsea and others are considering the same thing, given, you know, given the stakes and especially the unusual schedule with November.
0: Yeah. You say it well, playing is the operative word there, right? When I say it would be fun to watch Paul play at the Azteca. I mean, it. I want to see him play. If that, if that deal is ride the bench at the Azteca, I'm not as interested. Right. That comes down to Paul and what's right for Paul. Yep. all right darren pretty solid podcast we talked about a new kit sponsor we talked about a schedule we talked about paul Ariola, which is always a good time and we shouted out tony sanchez and chiva
1: love that congrats to those dudes right men for the job to do a loyal specific podcast and espanol
0: yeah they've been there since day one running around with cameras throwing yep. cameras in people's faces <laughs> very good stuff shout out tony shout out chiva um Let's get him on the pod soon, huh?
1: I love that. Uh, I did test. I Let's did cross actually... promote, guys. I, I did uh, text Tony to see what time he woke up in the morning, knowing that we were recording early. What figured had to get... He said he's usually up by about 7, 7.15. So I said, huh? dude, we could have figured that out, but we'll, we'll wait. All I know is. Mm, doesn't have any Kit... kids. I, I take it. <laughs> Kit reveal party for Loyal this year. Going to be off the charts.
0: Yeah, that's Can't be wait. and that's a good call. I want to check out uh, Club Tijuana's website. Cause I need to upgrade. What do I have? I do have a club Tijuana, like a nice collared shirt with the star. Cause that's the difference. You can like see the original gear that people have. And now there's one with a star, um, which who was supplying that kit when they won that star Oh wait, no, was Charlie. Oh, yeah. It may have been Nike. Charlie took over the following year. Yeah. I think that's what it was.
1: Yeah. I mean, they're, they're keeper shirts. It's good gear.
0: Very good stuff. All right, Darren. Maybe we'll have some news with Loyal coming up soon.